This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Reality radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Once again, Tom and I get together to help you understand money. We want you to get money right. We want you to manage it better. We want you to make more of it. We want you to stop doing dumb things. We want people to stop ripping you off. We want you to become a better money manager. So hi, everybody. I am Don McDonald in the Florida studio still. Tom, back in Bellevue, Washington. He rarely leaves unless it's to go hide out in Mexico from the authorities. And that's a joke. That's a joke. It's joking. He's no, not a, a criminal. He's, I do actually go to Mexico. He does go to Mexico. Places, but it's not to hide from anyone. And and he's not a criminal anymore. He's had all that expunged. Never convicted is what we like to say. Never convicted. <laughs> oh, oh, which leads me to the topic. Oh, it yeah. does. That Talk actually leads me segue. in. That's this perfect. is so great. This is so great. <laughs> Whenever the Securities and Exchange Commission investigates a firm and gets some sort of a settlement from them. Almost every single time, the firm says that they they agree to pay a whole bunch of money and stop doing the bad things that they did, although they don't admit or deny guilt. I wish they would, I wish they would fix that law. That is so outrageous that people can what there's a there's a, a there's a plea that you can use that's similar. I forget the name. No contest. Yeah, and that's not no. There's another name for it. Anyway, no low contendere. Yeah, there's another name for it. But you no low, no low gobo. No low where you can gobo do that bozo the clown. And say, yeah, I, it, it, the assumption is yeah, I might have been convicted, but I'm going to go ahead and just you know spend yeah. my yeah. two days on work release. Ridiculous. The reason I mentioned the reason I mentioned that is because in the past year or so, the SEC is actually cracking down on something that we have been mentioning. I don't know, for years and years and years and years. And they just went, oh, I guess this is a problem. And that is people who call themselves financial advisors or even worse, investment advisors, because under the Investment Advisor Act of, I think it's 1940, uh, you're required as an investment advisor to act as a fiduciary. In other words, you have to do what's in your client's best interest. And the SEC has discovered that some of these financial advisors and investment advisors are charging their clients an annual fee to manage their money and then are putting them in high cost, either front load or back load or sideways loaded mutual funds, which is illegal. Well, Yet, and they're do- they do revenue. It. They're getting revenue sharing. I thought that was all done, over, fixed, goodbye, flushed down the toilet. No, turns out I could put you in this type of fund that has no commissions, low expense ratio, or I could put you over in this one. It's a very similar fund, but it charges more because guess what? They're sneaking money out of the back of it and putting it in my pocket. This is an outrage. 
Truly. When when billions of dollars are at stake, people will find a way to get around the regs and the rules. They'll twist, they'll contort, they'll play games, they'll manipulate, they'll obfuscate, they'll do all the cating. And, uh, and it requires regulation. This is why regulation is necessary, because people cheat. Even your neighbor, who's the insurance guy or the financial advisor or the big wig money manager, even that guy or gal cheats, maybe. Big names. I mean, Kestra paying a $10 million fine. Of course, as you said, admitting Nothing. Yeah, dropping the bucket to Kestra. Right. What, mean, what do they manage? $35 billion or something? $35 billion. That's correct. Yeah. So $10 million to them. Hate to say it, sounds like a lot of money, but folks, it really isn't when you manage 35 Let me tell you the problem as I see it from a practitioner's point of view, where you come and visit us or you call me and you say, can you look at our portfolio just to make sure that it kind of makes sense and everything? Sure. Glad to do that. We still do lead to some great conversation, truly great part of my life. But here's the general problem. Number one, the relationship in these cases often starts because and of, of an affinity of some kind, whether it's church, brother-in-law, friend of friend. I see this many times. So you already say that important word that all the financial advising community wants to hear, trust. I trust them because I know them through mm -hmm. a community activity. I know them because my brother-in-law, I know them because, well, my friend of a friend, great guy, never would do anything bad to me. And by the way, that person might not, but the institution might do it because there are bad institutions. Kestra, is, they can say whatever they like. That's a bad institution. The fact that they would go ahead and do this knowingly, as you said, Don, they just it's the price of doing business. They do that. Mm -hmm. So affinity, I see that. It, it happens regularly. I'm not saying every brother-in-law is doing you wrong, but it's a potential. How do you fix that? Well, we've talked about this on the show. You have to use a fee-only fee 100% fiduciary. <sighs> and I know in this case, they said they were, right? Yeah, they did. They, they were charging a fee. Yeah, I know. That's the problem is that even if you're pretty sure you're doing the right thing, some of these people can lie. Can. They will lie to you. They will lie, and then they just have to disclose it in something no one is ever going to read. I was looking up Wells Fargo management for somebody. Yeah, uh, was it Wells Fargo? Maybe it I wasn't it was Wells UBS. Fargo. I don't want to. Oh, that's it. It was you. know, it was uh, Canada. RBC. RBC. Royal Bank RBC. of Canada. Yeah. Sorry, Wells Fargo. I know we. Sorry, we, UBS. We, I I know we beat you up regularly, but not today. You get a break. UBS. No, not you guys. Not you or B or S. You know, you should change your name when you think about that. I don't like U that name. BS. I would hate to work there. But anyway, that's all. RBC. It was RBC. RBC. Mm -hmm. I Somebody wanted me to read their ADVs to find out how they were being charged. And I spent hours going through hundreds of pages. What is our ADV for Appella Investory? Like, like eight 30 pages? pages? No, it's less uh, than that. Oh, it's less than that. Yeah. This was Tiny. hundreds of pages. I finally found it. The maximum charge they could charge was 3% per year for their fee-only business. They can charge you 3% on the assets they manage? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, up to 3%. 
Well, it actually wow. stated though in the chart 2.5% up oh. to $25 million. And you it, run that number, if you give them even $10 million, that yeah. is a whole that is outrageous, by the way. Uh, yeah. Outrageous. But what what was funniest about their ADV is that there were dozens of pages of required disciplinary disclosures. Hundreds of millions of dollars in fines. And yet, we never admitted or denied guilt. I'm sorry, that's not that's not Canadian. We never admitted or denied guilt, eh? And uh, throw a little cheese in there, maybe. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. Bad. I, I can say bad things about Canada because we can't go there anymore. <laughs> so they, the border, oh, Canada. Border is, the border is locked up. Can't You've get closed your it. doors to us. Exactly. Thank you. I uh, used to love Vancouver. You know. But not anymore. That's yeah, pretty sad. So, well, oh, the point was, yeah. you, you, you cannot, cannot believe that anybody is necessarily going to do what's right for you. So one of the things we want you to do, we absolutely want, you may not even know you're being mistreated right now by your broker slash advisor. When you get home, if you're out driving or if you're home right now, go find your latest statements. You, sh- you should have just gotten some. For the I quarter. thought you were going to say when you go home, open the window, stick your head out and say, I'm mad as hell Tell, and I'm not uh, going to take it anymore. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Mr. Outdated Reference. <laughs> well, it, that's only like a 40, well, maybe 50-year-old reference. There's not okay. a millennial who will that's know true. what that means. Well, type it in on the Much internet. Much less the out. Zeds. <laughs> uh, see, you distracted me again. Look, he did it again. Okay. Dang yeah. it. All right. You're going to go It's what home. you need to do. Go you're look at your, your statements. statements. Yes. And you're going to look at the mutual funds you own. You're going to look at the list of the funds, the names of the funds, and then, yeah. then, 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 and then somewhere along the way, if it says something like, Class A, mm. Class B, or Class C, yeah. and you're paying this advisor a fee to manage your money, you should report them to the SEC because they're violating the law. They should, as a fiduciary, you should always default to the lowest cost option. Always. And we, in this case, we can tell you at least two times here that that did not happen. Well, more than two times, but institutionally. Just two? <laughs> institutionally, it didn't happen where somebody said, you can't do that. So, by the way, yes, we'll look at your, we'll look at the statements. Oh, and I was going to say, yeah, then yeah, we'll we can look at it if you, you want. Yeah, because we want you to know. You do need to know. We actually have a form, too, by the way. It won't fix every situation. It won't fix it because people can still sign things and lie. But we have found that when you give this, oftentimes you give the advisor the form, and they look at it and they go, I, I, I can't sign that. Yeah, it's because, called our advisor interview yeah. form. And it's, and it's a, two pages. It's okay. really easy. It's yep. really simple to understand. It asks some simple questions that any advisor should be able to answer. Mm-hmm. And then it has a box in which you ask them to sign that they are always acting as a fiduciary. And we've had advisors that have run from that. They, took off we never heard from no seriously i, I don't think i i not I, us I, no but advisors. i think other firms i, I in all the no, cases they, i've heard of they've refused to sign right. it they look at it and say i my my manager won't let me do that or legal, legal won't let us compliance sign compliance won't let me would would sign we it. sign it at our firm yes, Tom? we've signed it 
Yeah, I have signed because copy. guess what? You can sign something if you're telling the truth. Mm. See, the only reason anyone would have for not wanting to sign this is because they're lying. Pretty they simple. Won't tell you what they're going to charge you, how they're going no. to charge you, if they know. The other answer, the other answer is for you to plod through the ridiculous disclosures that are supposed to be easy to read at advisorinfo.sec.gov. I'd rather read the Warren Commission report than read. Oh, you should have read RBCs. Outdated documents. I got to tell you, the RBCs may have been the worst ADV Part Two I've ever seen. It was really ponderous. And there are multiple ones. You don't even know for sure which no, program well, you're in. If we called them and said, we understand you could charge people 3%, they say, oh, yeah, that's in there. We yeah, never charge But we never that. do that. You walk in off the street and you don't know anything about this, or your mother does, or your grandmother does, I will guarantee you they will charge you the max amount because they know they can get away with it. Guarantee it. It's only if but you again, say, wait, that seems kind of high. Oh, well, we have a program for you. If you want somebody to look this stuff over yeah. for you, we do offer that service for free, no obligation, no pitch, no high pressure sales pitch ever. Just go to vestory.com. Um, we here at, at Vestory by Appella. See, we've merged with Appella. So we're Vestory by Appella. They're right behind me. Actually. Yeah. You know, they're the guys in the other room. Uh, we have <laughs> offices all over the, the we have offices all over the country. So, you know, we can help you everywhere. Okay, you, you want a question? question? Ah, yeah, I was just going to yeah. say, hit me. What do you yeah, got? Yeah, you go, if you have a question, go to talkingrealmoney.com. Oh, how do you get that advisor interview form? Go to talkingrealmoney.com slash, what is this, karate chopping? Slash. I need a light. Help. Help. H-E-L-P. Yeah. Okay. Like I'll the put Beatles that, song? Is that I'll an old put enough that, reference? I'll oh. put that on the screen so you can see it oh, when I do some post-production work on the video. You will not be able to see it on the audio version what is of our, this what's podcast. What's our video subscriber count up to? We hit the 500 mark? 556? No way. We're over 500? You didn't tell. I thought that would be Wait, like a no, maybe it was the morning kind of call. Oh, I knew no, we were in the mid 450s, but okay. You're going to make me really look. excited there for a moment. Let's see. Oh, yeah. I think we're 456. Oh, come sure. on. Please, people, please. Hold on. Hold on. I'm looking. What day is this? to see it's, Don McDonald Thursday. in the studio. Yes. Thursday, YouTube. Yeah, 456. I'm <sighs> sorry. Misleading. You get to see Don right there with two microphones. There's a picture behind him. He's got a plaid Al Borland shirt on. You got to see it. You got to go to YouTube. You got to sign well, up. It's, Please subscribe. You know, it's almost time for for uh, uh, summer for NFL camps to open. Oh. So this is my Broncos colors. Ah, very good. Yeah. See? I'm trying to get back to my screen. And you know now, what we I... say in the AFC West? <laughs> Thank God for the Bronx, because then the Raiders have somebody to be lower than them. Uh, has that generally been the case lately? That this year. Oh, this year, this is the hope for the for the right. Las the Vegas campaign. Raiders. It's all about hope. It's the you know, it team. doesn't. If you had a football team in Vegas, do you think they'd actually play well? Think about it for a minute. What do you have the in Vegas? What do you have lots of in Vegas? Entertainment, gambling. and gambling, and okay. drinking, and the old members of the did, opposite that sex. That was their whole thing. That was their deal. That's what made them great back in the day. So maybe. This will so oh maybe they'll be yeah, <laughs> so it'll be possible. they'll be like the reprobates they once were in exactly, Oakland. Exactly, a good word and an accurate one finally from you. 
I want more yeah. Stabler esque. Sorry, play. they have the the they have the wrong Davis leading them. They have yeah. bowl cut Davis instead of Let's kick their butt Davis. There. Let's not even go there. I don't understand the haircut it, thing. It's, well, plus he's kind of just like, yeah. I don't, do I own a football team? Daddy to his gave credit, me one. He didn't go last year because no one else could go. So we'll see him September. Didn't 13th. go to what? He didn't go to any of the Raider games because he said none of the fans could go, so he couldn't. He didn't go. Oh, that's nice. Or maybe he just didn't want to. <laughs> he didn't want to be on camera. He, he, no, he didn't to... want to be watching the games. You know. Or, oh well, that that too. Yeah, All right. Um, question. Anyway, question. Send yeah, them in at talkingrealmoney.com on the contact form. And I'm finding it. I'm, I just oh, have to go back it? and. Okay, I got it. I got it. I got. I'm going to give you two because this one's short. Oh, okay. Okay. Hi guys, I've been listening to your podcast for some time now. I've learned so much and I absolutely love it. I took your advice and opened a 529 account using the Utah plan. I currently have both my daughters invested in the age-based option. I recently received notice that they're converting these to target date funds. Is there really any difference in this new strategy or is it basically the same concept? I would appreciate your insight. Thanks for all you do. I didn't know they were changed. So everything in the age-based fund is going to a target date fund? That's what it sounds that. like. Well, time you learn. That UESP. But, but. Because but. I have some I have some money marked for my grandkids in that plan. I yeah, it's, it's my529.com. Yeah. I didn't know that. Will there be any big difference? Uh, it'll be slight, but there will be a difference, right? Because in the age-based program before, you probably had greater exposure to small to international, et cetera. But the the idea with a target date fund is that as the beneficiary gets older, you're going to have less in stocks, more in bonds, because when you start drawing that money out, you want less volatility, right? You want more of a base to it all. So um, yeah, no, it says here, I'm, I'm on their website. It says the age-based options have been retired. Huh. I was not um, so they're they 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 now call them enrollment date investment options as opposed to age based, and they are using target date funds. Well, it doesn't say that See, right here. I had here. not heard that, and I'm in the plan, but that doesn't mean that I didn't get you something. Know, I, I don't know if they've changed the name or gone to target date, but they say they've retired the age based option, okay. and now they call it the enrollment date option. In a general sense, that's a very similar big picture plan. Sounds because, again, really similar to Yeah, because you're just simply moving to a lower risk portfolio. As I said, the beneficiary gets older and you draw the money out. That makes sense. All right. I have another question yeah. from, from Fairfax, Virginia or Fairfax County. Maybe uh, it's somebody who's actually trying to, they're trying to out old car us. No. You know how we tell, oh, well, I have a, a used ah, Nissan. Oh, I have a used Honda. You ready? Okay. Yeah. Lifelong <laughs> residents of Fairfax County, Virginia. My wife of over 18 years and I are in our 40s, enjoying our life together with our Shih Tzu, Molly, and Yorkshire Terrier. We have to get the dog's names in on the podcast. Oh, Roxy, the Yorkshire Terrier. Is that a good girl? Good girl, Roxy. We live well. 100 pound black lab, if you yeah. don't mind. Oh, go ahead. Molly, sorry, good girl, Molly. Uh, we live well within our means, driving a 2000 and a 2004 pair of Toyota Avalons. They have matching Toyota Avalons. Now you're going to try and make us feel bad because I have a 2014 Honda Pilot? Come yeah, on. see, see? 
You're too you uh, too What happens when I get the gold wing Tesla? Then I'm going to really look bad, I guess. Huh? I have a I have a 2019 Rogue Nissan. I, you know what? I just as an interesting aside because of the used car, used car prices are literally like 50% higher than they were a year ago. It's crazy. Uh-huh. So uh-huh. I went online to see what my Honda Pilot was worth in the current mileage situation. And $23,000. I think I paid 30. You could almost buy a Tesla for that. <laughs> With one headline? No, you can't. You no, can't. I, Actually, I was looking on on no. on on Car not Carfax on um What's the one I bought a car through? It's not uh, uh Carvana. Automation? Carvana. Carvana. Okay. And Carvana is selling used Teslas How much? for more than you can buy a yeah. new one. So, so in other words, after considering well, all that, I'm keeping my car. <laughs> yeah. It didn't make sense. Anyway. anyway let's go to the, the rest of the, yeah. well, we're not to the question yet. Oh, yeah. We're still talking about dogs and cars. Got it. Well, we're also setting this all up. Okay. We max fund retirement arrangements and employer-sponsored plans with Roth allocations. By the way, why can't employer contributions have a Roth selection for employees? Call oh, there was a question. They can't because they that's the law. That, that I don't write the law. If they change it, then they can change it. Here's okay, big picture take in your 40s. I think by the time you retire, there will only be Roth 401k. There'll be no more pre-tax, and it will all be Roth donations by employers. They'll figure all that out. That's my take. But not all right, we continue. We fully fund our HSA for future use. We maintain 36 months of living expenses and cash reserves, and we live we live well within projected payouts of pension and social security benefits. We dollar cost average fifteen hundred monthly into fidelity, seventy thirty VTI VXUS with capital gains. You went very fast there. Okay, seventy thirty, seventy thirty VTI. Yep, got it. And VXUS. Okay. We dollar cost average <laughs> twenty five hundred. Let's not be passive aggressive on the show now, okay? To a Vanguard, I can well, go a- home for that. I don't need it at work. <laughs> they they dollar cost average twenty five grand into monthly, and they got a lot of dough into a Vanguard variable annuity with no rider. Total cost of fifty four basis points. I'd this love product to know is managed- why. Why? I don't know. He didn't so, say. So because they're going to have like a, they want to have another, you know, like payout when they retire or something? Uh, maybe. 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 He's, the product is managed okay. by Transamerica with no surrender. Uh, he said we said bad things about annuities and he would <laughs> encourage us to review this product. And it's still 54 basis points. And But why do you need it? That's what I'm getting to. Why do you need it? Because you sound like I get a great saver, a low spender. Why do you tax need Tax deferral. Tax deferral is probably all. But remember, mm-hmm. where you get tax deferral, you give it back at the end at, when you're getting taxed as income. If you have a capital gains vehicle, you can defer a lot of your gains and only pay taxes at a capital gains rate and pay one-tenth of 1% or Twenty percent of what you're paying for this annuity, as good as it is compared to others, and it is good compared to others. Well, yeah, because you're in Vanguard funds, very low cost. But what's the point of it? What's the reason? Good I'd question. Have to, Dom. I'd have to know more about your situation to say you have to tell me why you want an annuity. Got Big it. picture, not not Vanguard or anything else. Why do you want an annuity? Is it just that you want a regular payout? Don't think you need it. 
We are proud. You You done? (laughs) We are proud of our grandfathers who were coal miners in Pennsylvania and farmers in Wisconsin and Michigan. Oh, my great grandparents were coal miners in Colorado. They helped instill our middle income perspectives. We are doing well and responsibly managing our resources with the kind help of Joyce in your office. I am sharing a single page document showing my strategy for required RMD by eliminating RMD. I do not mean we shall not pay taxes. I mean, we shall retain greater control when we access these assets for the long term after we turn 72 to 75. We are building assets to enjoy financial security. And uh, basically, they just want to know what we're thinking of their situation. Okay, so first what of all, you I need to correct something I had wrong on a recent show. I did say, um, that you could not convert Roth before 59 and a half. And I was wrong. You can, you said you could do it anytime. So I'll, my culpa there, I was wrong. You can do it anytime. Wow. You can convert. So I was I'm wrong. really impressed. So this is your therapy's really working. Now. I took, You're this able is to my honest wrong. day. I took two pills yeah. this morning. I feel fine. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to work for Kestra anymore. <laughs> so, uh, um, what do I think? I think that you're way overthinking is what I think. I don't think you need an annuity. I'd love to hear your rationale as to why you believe you do, because you're going to have the two social securities, I'm assuming, and you're going to have all this post-tax money, which, as you said, you can really control when you take it, when you don't. You could Mm -hmm. build an annuity with that. You could just say, send me blank number of dollars every year from your savings. You don't need to hand it to somebody else, pay them half of 1%. It's not much. I agree. But I don't see the reason. That would be my only question of the plan. Yeah, and and here's the thing. You can get ETFs that will not distribute capital gains for as long as you hold the ETF for less than one-tenth of 1%. So remember, for the growth-oriented portion of your portfolio, which is one of the reasons for having a variable annuity, you will actually give yourself a bigger tax advantage by not owning the annuity. Because all of those capital gains that would be accruing tax-free or tax-deferred in an ETF are be, are accruing tax-deferred in a in an annuity, but with the ETF, they'd be taxed as capital gains in the future, which is a lower rate today. With the annuity, they'd be taxed as ordinary income. As for everything else, I, I, I you have enough money that you really can just sit kick back when you guys retire. Um, you, I... Any assets you don't have when you retire that aren't in Roths, you might want to be doing a lot of Roth converting. As you said, you want to reduce, get get to where you have no RMDs. Uh, but otherwise, you guys are in great shape. Take care of the dogs. Don't buy a new car. Keep saving. Exhale. Come here, Molly. Come here. Good girl. Come on. Come okay, this went dog. on way too long. Hey, oh. hey, hey. All right. Uh, call us, 855-935-TALK with your questions. Send them in at TalkingRealMoney.com. If you want some help with your money, go to Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com. It's free. And um, we really should go away. We should just go away. A long way. A long way away where we can quietly sit in the corner and think about real money. Money. We hope you realize.
realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. That should keep the lawyers happy.